Yep. Hello, everybody. We are back for season three of Activate Your Origination podcast. We've had a couple months off, and we are so excited to be back doing what we love, talking to each other. <laughs> <laughs> Can't stop, won't stop. Right? Yeah. I mean, we've been talking to each other this whole time. <laughs> right. We True. Just- we've just taken a break from adding it to the podcast that is so true that is so true yes it feels good to be back it does it's been um a a couple of months of traveling and holidays and spending time with family and clients and all the good stuff it it has seemed like no time has gone between since we've been on here but at the same time it feels like a million years I'm excited to start this again and be on a roll and have you guys with us alongside as we have these conversations yes yes I mean we've been doing lots of things that just haven't been this but even just getting our latest mastermind our newest program going has, has been a lot of our attention and focal point, which has been just incredible. Yeah. So, yeah, that actually has been incredible. I mean, that had been a dream of ours for a really long time to have a mastermind. And I'm actually every day blown away by what's going on in there and the importance of being together Like I knew that it was going to be big. I knew that things were going to, you know, what we were creating individually and collectively was going to have an impact on their lives and our lives. But it feels like it's in this fast forward version of, I had no idea that within just a few weeks, how much would have already happened and how much deeper people's marriages and experiences with relationships and money and life. And I mean, this, this place, this portal for them to come in and bring the fullness of life, celebrate, cry, do whatever they need to do is um, actually just really, really insanely beautiful. Yeah, it really is. It, it's like this, I don't know, like compressing of time or accelerated experience of uh, that is just blowing me away. Like we have this private or we have this boxer group that, that is highly active where people are dropping in all sorts of things. And it feels like it's this portal that has like sped up evolution and growth. And um, it's just been really powerful and impactful. And most of the time I'm like, at a loss for words around it. I mean, when the, the, the level of transparency and honesty and like freedom to truly be the fullness of the range of who you are in the moment from, from, you know, the happiest, the highs of highs, the most mind blowing moments to the depths of sorrow in your soul. And to be able to bring both of those and people are bringing different aspects of that range at different times. And they're coexisting in ways that are beautiful and there's room for all of it. And it's just, it's really, it's really exciting. It's really, it is really exciting. Yeah, it really is. 
Yeah. So that's what we've been doing a lot of. And, um, you know, we also have the program going on. And last night we had a long, a big conversation about timing and this like embedded feeling that a lot of women carry of that, like some part of my past was a mistake or I should have known better, or I wish I knew, knew this sooner, or why did I do that? Why do I have to do it? And just this underlying feeling of like, if I wouldn't have made that mistake, then something would have been different in my life. And we really want to have a conversation around this because every, pretty much every single person we work with has this feeling in some ways. Like once you know more or you can consciously make a choice on the behalf of yourself, it can come alongside with why didn't I make this choice sooner or why didn't I know more before I could have prevented some things in my life from happening and um, I just think it's a really great conversation to have because you know we talk a lot about living in the moment and the only thing that's real is like right now in front of you and that is the ultimate truth and every single thing that you are doing in your life is continuously leading you to these moments and you are being led from God with inside of you, even when you're not aware of it. The things that are happening in your life are part of something so much bigger and it's okay that you're not aware of it. And when you are, the intensity and the excitement and the choice that you have even becomes like, so much more and you can find so much more in life than maybe you didn't see in the past, but it doesn't mean that it wasn't there for you. Right. Yeah. And so much of what we are here to explore is experiences. And so yeah. how, how would you grow? How would you evolve and how would you know what's right for you or, you know, like it without experiencing things, you know, I, I actually, um, saw this woman's post on Facebook or Facebook friends. Um, and she was talking about just this. I'm I, what something that she always felt like it was a flaw about her was that she just couldn't take other people's advice. Like she just couldn't like do what she was told. She had to find out for herself. And I am very much like that as well. Like I, I, I appreciate other people's experience, but I got to get in there and figure it out and know for myself what it is or what it isn't, or what I'm here to evolve and learn through that. And, um, when, when you naturally innately move to the next spot of your growth and evolution, it's, common to look back and ask those questions of why, why didn't I know this sooner? Why didn't I change this sooner? Why, if I would only have known, you know, I would have, you know, done X, Y, and Z, but the truth is, is there's like never going to be a woulda, coulda, shoulda, because it played out exactly in the moments that were required for you to gather the amount of information or the level of discomfort or the gold of the truth of the nugget of what you needed to be able to propel yourself forward and, or just the innate timer 
inside your DNA went off and you naturally moved to the next spot. Even if you couldn't see it linearly or consciously, there is a natural rhythm to your life innately playing out in the choices and in the people and in the experiences and in the timing that it takes to move through one thing to the next. And when you begin to have the capacity um, consciously to see that playing out in your life, your life can develop a flow and um, you can develop a, a trust in yourself and in life and in the voice of God within you that you are being led through exactly what you were designed to experience for the fullest expression of who you came here to be. Yeah. Yeah. There's definitely, um, you know, in our experience here in this world, like we have this big overall evolution and we have this big overall creation process, but then we have these cycles that we also go through. So like we're creating this masterpiece of this lifetime, but that requires the cycles of creation. And when you understand that creation has a cycle, like you are not just constantly like, creating, 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 like people think about this, when they come into this work, they think about energetics and like what that means for them and how they should be showing up and what that should be looking like. And it always looks different than what people think it's going to, because even if you try, your creation cycle dictates how the energy moves in some ways too. So you have choices alongside of that, of how you, you know, are going to um, show up and what your belief system is, but whether you like it or not, energy moves and it goes in cycles. And so part of the creation process for us, because we're constantly creating, but it does not always look like it's the end result of creation. Sometimes it's the void and the gap between collecting, you know, um, the energetics or having, I'm sorry, is my, um, can you hear me? Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, having the inspiration, waiting on the inspiration to come that can feel like you're not doing anything, or it can feel like I should be doing something else or what's wrong with me. I feeling a little bit off or a little bit like lower, or I'm not really, I'm confused. I mean, you and I talk about this a lot. And if we didn't know what was going on, it could, we could decide that it means something about us, but we are fully aware that our creation cycle requires timing and it requires the energy to build and move in a certain way. And so when we think about timing and we think about what it should look like, it's always different than what you think it should. And um, when you're aware of the way of the perfect timing and the way that the energy moves, like there's actually nothing to be scared of in timing or that you have made some sort of mistake by being in a place that you think should not be happening in some ways. Like when you can accept where you're at, then creation 
actually goes into more of a hyper speed. It's like the resistance of where you're at and where you want to be, which can prolong and kind of make some sort of friction and suffering in the process that actually is unnecessary. A lot of people get stuck in that place because they want to be somewhere other than where they're at. Right. Yeah. And that's, that's suffering is that combination of the meaning that is made out of where you are and the meaning that's made out of why you're not over there or why you should have been over there quicker. And, you know, it's, what is the, um, there's a saying like pain is inevitable, but suffering is a choice. Mm. And as human beings, we all experience bouts of pain and sorrow and grief and, and the full range of emotions. But the suffering comes in when we prolong the pain through these, um, the point of reflection that is inaccurate. Jenny and I talk a lot about having like a delusional sense of faith and an ability to like, if you, the truth is, is you like are in charge of the meaning that everything holds in your life. Like you make the meaning, which creates the quality. And so if you are in charge, if you are making the story, no matter what, then you've got to find a way to make the story mean something that benefits you and propels your life forward versus making it mean the um, distortions of why you didn't live up or you should have done it sooner. You should have known better, or you made a mistake. Um, We have a knack for um, deciding that everything that everything that's ever happened benefits us in some way, shape or form. And we have this insane ability to believe that. (laughs) Right. We have the insane ability to believe it. And then we also have the insane ability to believe how important what we are doing is as well. People really feel insignificant and what they do doesn't matter. Like to have a life experience that you are so incredibly important, this thing that's happening right in front of you, your choice is so incredibly important. This holding a person to this delusional faith, even when you have no proof, to believe in delusional faith that God within you is leading you and will never lead you astray. That this decision to, you know, have this conversation or expose your heart or believe in something bigger than yourself in this moment is crazy. I mean, people are like, no, I I don't have any proof. What if this happens? What if so many things could happen here. Like I could be wrong. I could get myself in trouble. I, I already have 15 years of reasons why this is not a good idea. And so everybody wants to have a better life, a life that encompasses joy and happiness and freedom and money and intimacy and all of the things, but not everybody is willing to do what it is required to actually experience that. And the women that come in our our world are ready to experience it. And 
it always blows them away and us away of actually how incredibly simple it actually is to do it. They think that these other things have to change, these other people have to change, that I have to have some sort of proof that, you know, it's going to be worth it. But the whole thing is that you have to believe that it already is worth it, that what you're doing is already so freaking important. Who you are actually matters. What your desires are matter so much. It doesn't matter what anybody else is doing. And when, like, I had told Chad the other night, actually, it's so cute. I actually was thinking about this because Eli was in the kitchen and I had said to Chad last night, I just, I am like, honestly blown away at how much I love you and love that you're my husband and that I am married to you. Like, we've been married for 20 years and the first 17, 18 years was a good marriage, but it lacked intimacy and depth and passion. I felt like it had a lot of friction and conflict, but it was good enough kind of feeling. There wasn't anything that was terrible, but it wasn't great. And the feeling that I have for my husband now is I didn't think it was possible for me to feel this way about somebody else. And I definitely did not think it was possible for me to feel this way after 17 or 18 years of proof, why it may not be a good idea to do that. And I could look at our marriage and think, why couldn't have I figured this out on the first year? Or why couldn't we have figured this out on the fifth year or the 10th year or the 15th year? But the truth was we did what it took and what was required of us for the first 17 to 18 years to be able to make decisions now in the moment to have what it is that we actually want. We experienced a lot of what we didn't want. And then we both had the guts enough to decide that now was the time and we followed it to have the marriage that we truly desire. And it required us to do things that we had never done before in the first 18 years of it. And yes, it, was it scary? Of course. Was, was it hard? Yes, sometimes. Was it insanely simple at the same time? Absolutely. Was it so much thrill and joy? Yes, it encompassed all of those things. But to be able to look at him now and be like, I mean, I can just look at him and be have this feeling in my body I didn't think I was capable of it I really didn't I could do that with my kids like look at them and be like so thankful for them and see like little details on their face and be like totally in love but I had never been able to do that like with a partner and and strangely enough with the person I chose to have my life with mm -hmm. for decades I hadn't been able to do that and so now to find myself experiencing that, it's like blowing myself away. And everybody wants to know, like, what is it exactly? How, 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 how do you do it? How do you do it? How do you do it? And um, like, the way you do it is by falling madly in love 
with the experience of life and the creation that's possible here. And exposing who you truly are innocently and unprotected. Like to have delusional trust in the fact that Chad could handle every ounce of me before I knew that it was true. I had decided for 18 years that he couldn't. In an instant, I made the choice to go all into the fact that he could. I had withheld so many parts of myself for so many years and then told myself the story that he wasn't there for me. He didn't understand me. He didn't, he didn't even know who I was. I honestly had no idea who I was. That's the part that blows me away the most now when I look at him is that I found out who I was through this experience with him because I was willing to see. I was willing to have like delusional faith in myself of like what I was capable of. And all of this happened in the perfect timing. None of the stuff that I did before was a mistake. It actually was the, the like, what's the word? The alternative, the, the, the data of what I didn't, want to experience so I could know what it is I wanted to experience so many people stop in that place and then they just gather that data and decide here's enough proof for me to move on or here's enough proof for me to to um, know that I'm right about that he'll never understand me and it'll never be different and it'll never but they're not willing to then do something different except for to like leave right or resign themselves to the fact that the, this is just the way it is. Yeah. Yeah. And then like, even just talking about like, there are no mistakes and the time it takes is the time that it takes. I'm losing my train of thought. I felt like I was going to make points about what you said and I've lost it. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> Oh, when, when it does start to shift within, within someone, um, what can happen is you can still hold yourself apart from the experience when you go and then feel grief and loss and disappointment and, um, turn in on yourself about the way that it was. It's when you, you start to shift into this new place that you've never been in before in, in a relationship or in, in yourself or in your body or in your work in the world. But then when you turn into reflection and you look back and you're like, Oh God, I should have known this sooner. I should have. It's, it's like you lose the connection to the new reality of the moment and who, the truth of who you are and what you're creating now, and then put more weight in what used to be versus growing and nurturing what is right now. Yeah. And that turning in on ourselves, that meaning that we make out of, I'm, this is a mistake. I should have, would have, could have is this disconnection from our own truth quality of life well-being like the truth of who we are and it is this act of like distortion that um prevents that like wave of love 
for both yourself and your life or your partner or your work or your children or your body or your health or whatever it is that you're, that you are being led into new relationship with. And so part of that, how, when people are like, how did you do it? It's like, well, in those moments of having to choose what any of this means about me, the present moment, this moment, the last moment, four years ago, 10 years ago, I look back on my marriage and think about how every moment was required, like you said, to get us to where we were and that we were always being led to this moment now, even when we couldn't see it, even when we only could only I could sense it. Even when there was no model to follow, even when we tried a thousand things, the thing that I know for sure is I have never stopped trying to one, be the best of who I was created to be and also experience the best of what I was created to be. Now, that doesn't mean that there aren't moments where I would say I fall short of the expectation, but some of those moments where I have shown up and looked like the worst of me have led me to the best and catapulted me into a new relationship with a million different things. So there's no way that that moment was a mistake. Yeah. But sometimes people cannot see the truth of what's the potentiality of what's happening in the moment. And this is then coming back to that weird delusional faith that we like to call it. Like, this is not what I think it is. Even though this looks like this is the worst thing that could be happening and it could be, this is, looks like everything's falling apart. I know something bigger is happening here. Even if I can't see it, I know that there's something here for me. And that has been a key to actualizing a level of transformation and evolution in a condensed amount of time that most people don't experience in an entire life. Very few people step outside of a range of quality, emotional maturity, like financial status. Like there's the majority of this planet never moves from their set point of birth, really. And we have gone, you know, again and again and again and again, past where we knew was possible and then past where we knew was possible again and past where we knew was possible again in a short amount of time. Right. Right. And that's what, I mean, last night when we were in the program, we were having a conversation around this and to feel like there was a mistake. And I had said, you know, this is something that will never end in your life. Like the cycle of creation the creation cycle and the commitment to the deepening of your experience on this earth will never end. What happens is you decide how you want to show up, what it is you want to experience, who you actually are, what is possible for you, even when you, and especially when it has not even existed before. And then you go all into that. It then, as you act in alignment to that decision, it becomes a reality. It'll become a reality so long that it becomes no thing again. And then you have to reclaim and decide a even bigger 
or deeper or crazier or more expansive version of yourself again, because even if you tried to stop yourself, you can't stop yourself from desiring more and wanting more out of this life experience. You can, however, numb yourself and ignore and pretend that you don't want to be a part of that evolution, which a lot of people do, but you know that there's a part of you that's getting called upon to do something, find something, be something, experience something, and the pain of not going with that expansion is far greater than the, how scary it is to step into it. Yeah. And so, you know, a lot of the people, the women say like, oh, I should have known. It's like, well, no, you didn't know until you knew. I didn't know that this would be the place that I was at where now my expansion is even wilder and crazier and even more thrilling. At one point, the one that I just had felt that way. And so it just keeps deepening and moving and moving. And you can't, you can't, like the one that's over here, the ultimate one that you think is going to be, and you're over here, it takes some, it takes some, you know, decisions and places and belief systems and rearranging to get to this one. This one isn't any better than this one. They just are at different timings and, you know, different places in your life, but they're all part of the big picture of it. Everybody wants to get to this ultimate thing over there, but like the whole point is the experience of it. The whole point is, is getting there and then enjoying and experiencing being there not not having the thing that you think is over there and then losing your mind the whole time because you weren't ready and you don't have the capacity to handle what comes with it and what will be required of you like you meet the requirements every single time so you're fully equipped in each expansion as you go along it, it's the difference between like having it all, losing it all, having it all, losing it all, having it all, losing it all, having it all, losing it all. It's like an ever strengthening, growing, deepening experience all in the perfect timing. Yeah, totally. I feel like I've come to like, look at this. We've been talking about it the last few days of like, this like deepening spiral that just sort of goes, you know, you kind of hit some of the same points, like as you come back full circle, but they hit you deeper and then you like deepen into it. And it's like, you kind of go and full circle. And then it spirals down, like in my, the way that I experience is, is it a, a deepening spiral down, which I think is really interesting, even in that, in that, um, feeling of it is, everyone talks so much about like high vibing and moving like up and rising and like, um, like this upward, like consciousness that just keeps moving up. And I feel like I see it very differently. And, um, I think part of that is because in the last two years, I feel like I'm really in this body and in this world in a way I've never had the capacity to be 
before. Um, I always had sort of a disconnection between my spirit and my physical being. It was like trying to always escape my physicality in some way, shape or form. And in the last two years of just really deepening into my experience here and feeling like I'm having a much more cohesive, co-creative, like fully human and fully God in one experience, it has gone from like the higher, like vibe getting over here, consciousness to like this depth of experience and expansion that comes this way versus going this way. And that has been how I have experienced it. And even the other day I was at the chiropractor and he was talking about the lower frequencies being down and the higher frequencies being up. And the goal is to keep moving upwards. And I'm like, I, for me specifically, this feels inverted, feels like lower emotions are very surface and the joy and the love and the connection and the depth is really deep and wide in my life versus it always being up and out. It feels yeah. like it's a complete incomplete reverse the way that I have experienced the depth of love and joy and connection and intimacy. They have not felt high vibe. They have felt expansive and deep. Yeah. Yeah. I completely agree with you. And I think even just having that conversation around that, I feel like the high vibe world, every, you know, really, um, it's not that you don't feel those feelings at times, but it gives a false sense of what it, like a preconceived idea of what it should be like and feel like. And I mean, people are like, oh, and their voices are up and they're, you know, just, yeah, kind of feel. And it's not, I mean, I experience, yeah, oh my gosh, all these things. But like, I experience them in the depth of like the feeling of the security of being here in this body in this moment. Like it does feel like when they talk about that, the higher feels like it's outside of you in some ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even it, however it works, if you have felt that that hasn't rang true or you don't understand, you may relate more to what we're saying in this feeling of like the depth, the, the core stability, the, the guts of it all, the truth, the here. That's a very like secure feeling that doesn't feel like, like I, it almost feels like the high vibe perception feels like it's, wavy in some ways and the other ones feel very solid like what you're saying feels very solid and very um still there's a stillness that happens that you wouldn't relate high vibe to silent stillness I relate high vibe to like noisy and celebration and and this and great and yeah where what we're talking about is like a silence that's like super still that allows you to have all the feelings, of course, but the vibe feels different than what it's described as, as keeping things high vibe all the time. Totally. Yeah. 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 I'm glad you said that because so many people too, I think that, you know, there's that distortion of when you know about energy and frequency 
there's a fragility that happens because then it's like, if I'm not in this place, then I'm doing something wrong or that could be bad or I'm going to attract something that isn't right for me. And so it becomes kind of scary, which then reinforces the insecurity in energetics, which is completely the opposite thing of that, what you're trying to do in the first place. Right. Yes. And this idea of like this leveling where you will get to some place. And then if you have a feeling that's outside of this level, or if you've fallen below, you know, the appropriate range to make sure that nothing bad happens to you, right. (laughs) Like then, then the whole system collapses and it goes into red alert and to know that you can experience like a deep sadness and that, that emotion isn't going to get you in trouble or suddenly create a bunch of <clears throat> outcomes that make you sad is like a freedom to be in the moment where you are, when it's no longer dangerous for you to feel your feelings, you will move through them much with much greater ease and attention than you will when you're like, Oh my God, I got to stay over here. Like, what am I going to do if I'm not like over here, you know? And then that's when it becomes a fake it till you make it situation, like radical faith, delusional faith and fake it till you make it are two completely different energies. There is a security in delusional faith that even this sadness is for me versus if I feel the sadness, my whole fucking positive thinking mantra is going to crumble to the ground and I'm going to end up back where I was. Yes. We had a conversation the other week, you and I, about the path of least resistance. And Mm. people think in the energetic world, the path of least resistance means like it's the easiest, go with the flow. I should be over here, high vibing path. If there's you know, feels like hardship or struggle, something must be wrong. And like, I mean, I can let you say what you said, you know, as your realization of like what the actual path of resistance means is. I literally do remember. remember. I love it. Okay. (laughs) I don't want to take words out of your mouth, but I do remember what you said. And so I will say them um, is, is the, like the, less amount that you try to resist where you're at is actually the path of less least resistance like oh yeah people think it means like it's oh it's like a river and it just flows me right over there and it should be so easy and I should just be over there and that's the path over there because it's the least resistance but because we think it's like over there we actually build resistance inside of ourselves and so we become we make the path of least resistance the most resistant path because we're resisting where we're actually at based on the feeling that we could get ourselves in trouble or be scared if we feel something separate than other than high vibing easy flowing over here right yeah that's right that did strike me so deeply (laughs) for the moment Till I was on to the next thing, which is required to move on to the next thing without the attachment of the other or the remembrance, (laughs) delusional, delusional over here. Yeah, because because there are so there's so much of a like a bracing or a like 
just trying to get out of where I am. Like there's like anywhere, but here, anywhere, but here, anywhere, but here. And that that's the resistance, right? It's like the inability to accept what is right now. And I found myself in that spot with, with some things with my daughter, just being like, Oh, can we just be over there already? Oh, can we just like be beyond this? Oh, I just know, like, this is not, you know, why do we even have to be in this moment right now? And being like, okay, when I am looking at this part of my life as trying to escape where I am right now, like then for me, there's work to be done because there's something that I either don't want to feel, or I don't want to accept, or I don't want to be with. And I, I think I would be a lot happier if I were just over there already. And then to just let myself be with what is right now, then I naturally can move over there. Like Mm -hmm. it's the always, our work is always this paradox of like one foot in each world. Right. Well, because as you're resisting where you're at now, if you can, you know, just even take a second and understand and feel what that feels like in your body, like to wish you were somewhere other than where you are. I mean, that's very chaotic and hectic inside of your body. It's the opposite of stillness and secure. It's very insecure and loud and chaotic. And in insecurity, loudness and chaos, it's very, very hard to understand and hear the guidance inside of yourself that's leading you. And so to be able to surrender, submit into the moment of where you actually are without resisting it allows enough time for you to hear and understand the guidance, but then it is your job to act on it as well and not tell yourself a million reasons why it's not for you or it doesn't make sense or that could get me in trouble. Um, I mean, that's the work in the nutshell right there, but nothing really, there is no place point of orientation or a place to move from until you understand the place that you're actually at in this moment. Yeah. Yeah. Our work always starts with radical honesty, which is just admitting where you're at because everyone is, comes to the thing saying, I know I shouldn't feel this way. I know (laughs) the truth. I know, you know, and it's like, yeah, or I don't want to say I'm angry well, why don't you want to say you're angry? Cause clearly you are angry. Like, and honesty stops that chaos and swirl long enough to like hear what you're saying and then be able to, to make some choices about it. But even that I don't want to say I'm angry is that point of resistance inside of you. And that feeling of I could have, would have, should have be something or somewhere other than I am. And yeah. As a person who's loved evolution and growth <laughs> over my adult life, um, and has always had an innate knowing that there's more for me and that I was created for a quality of life that I couldn't quite see, but could sense to be where you're at is one of the biggest challenges. Mm-hmm. And it has also provided the most, um, the depth 
of the change, the security of the um, transformation, transformation, I guess would be the word. I don't have a lot of, I'm, 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 my words are escaping me at this moment, but some of those other ones that were really disconnected felt like a lot of breakthroughs and a lot of movement, but they didn't always hold the um, security or the certainty like through the storm, they were very wavering and like highs and lows still. Mm -hmm. I guess this is something that I haven't really thought about from this perspective, like looking backwards at the difference in this way of being. Yeah. Well, you know, to talk about another aspect of that, like when you think you shouldn't be a certain way or you say something that isn't true, anywhere but where you're at or anybody who then who you actually are, what happens to a woman is you start feeling resentment and disappointment in yourself in a way that you can't really understand why it's happening like to to not be honest with yourself of how you feel or what's actually happening starts to develop like a self-hatred for you for yourself really and when you are able to be safe and feel secure in who you are, no matter how you are showing up in this moment, knowing that that's nothing, there's nothing wrong with you for having a human feeling or an experience or desiring something more. And to be able to be honest and in the moment with yourself, time after time, builds a relationship of intimacy and trust and self-love that you can't get to another way like from somebody else behaving a certain way or for all the perfect conditions to happen or to have the easiest most wonderful life it actually requires you to show up in the fullness of life in the depths of the sorrow and in the highest of the celebration and and not wish you were somebody else in that moment like when you can fully accept who you are that brings a stillness and security in those moments I feel like you're talking about that's not really comprehensible and that you can't really explain in language. It's something that you only know after you experience it. And, and because some of them were wavy before, they were still part of the deepening of the depth of the security of who you are right now in this moment and who you were in that moment and who you were in that moment. And it's all part of that evolution too. And you get to this place where like literally all is well, every single thing that is happening is happening for you. There is absolutely nothing out of order at all. And there's nothing and nobody, especially yourself to be scared of in this life experience, even though you have gone through scary things and things have happened to you in your life, 
that you couldn't control, the fear leaves and the security enters. And you know that you are the most unshakable thing because not only do you just know it, there's already so much freaking proof that if you needed to look, you could find it if you wanted to. But that happens before you can find the proof of it. It happens by exposing yourself to yourself and just being honest. Like we go through our day not being honest in a million different ways and then wish that everybody around us was and that we could trust anybody in somebody. But like it actually starts inside. The trust starts by just trusting who you are and who you were made to be. Yeah. Good talk. (laughs) Good talk. Feels good to be back on here. (laughs) This conversation was for all of you. Yeah. Oh my God. That's good. Yeah. I'm just so thankful. Like, you know, people talk about gratitude all the time and, you know, being grateful for certain items or whatever. And there is this reoccurring thing in my life that I just feel so much gratitude for this awareness and this knowledge that um, there's choices in this life. Yeah. Some people don't even know that that's an option. I love you. I love you too. (laughs) Okay, good talk. All right, this feels good. First episode, season three. All right, yes. Um, Thank you for joining us and we'll see you next time.